want to acknowledge Sherry. Welcome. Thank you so much, Padre. Sherry's uh, one of our monks in our Celebrating Life community, monastic community. And Sherry and I both have done East of Heaven events on the East Coast and in Sherry's hometown in Connecticut. And it's been a joy over the years to get to know Sherry, get to know her family and her her friends, but also she's now anchoring out into her community hosting healing services. I'm just very proud of you, Sherry, for all that you do and, and your support of Celebrating Life. Thank you so much, Padre, and it's with your support over the years and your confidence in me, in the Holy Spirit working through me, that I can do this that has helped me step forward and move forward on this journey and path of service. So thank you. Well, I'm like a proud papa. I know Mm. you and your dad, Joe, I remember both of you coming to the retreat for the first time. I remember and the enthusiasm that you had because you encountered the Holy of Holies, the very first one. So why don't we begin this evening by prayer? And Sherry, can I ask you to lead us in that? Sure. Divine presence, we gather with you this evening with surrendered hearts, surrendered bodies, and we ask to be filled more fully with your grace, with your compassion, your mercy, your love, your kindness, your joy. We know that your strength is our strength. Your health is our health. We know that you lead us, that you are always with us. We are grateful for this knowing that you have our back, that we are never alone. And as we seek more and more of you, we make a vow to open more to exploring what we've come here to do. Give us the confidence and the courage to be the light, not to hide it, but to be it in a world that needs each and every one of us. So help us to stand strong and to unite together as a family as a community, and individually for service. And in the words of Yogananda, may I behold thee above, beneath, behind, around, wherever I turn my gaze. Train the children of my senses, never to stray from thee who dwellest at the heart of everything. Turn my eyes inward to thy changeless beauty. Attune my ears to silence that I may hear thy subtlest music. Breathe on me 
the heavenly scent of thy sacred presence, orient-wise, I will worship thee, placing the candle of my five senses on the altar of my love. Mm. Thus I will contact thee in the first pale shaft of dawn. Absorb thee in the bright light of noon. Expand in thee with the hidden glow of twilight and merge in thee in the silver moonlight. And finally, always will I keep a light on my inner altar, the mystic taper of my love for thee. Amen. I want more. (laughs) That was such a beautiful prayer. Oh, my gosh. So listen to you, Sherry, repeat that prayer of Yogananda. It's so full. I recognize in that prayer the steps, the five senses, and I love the, the intention or the decree, lay your five senses on the holy altar to be all consumed. Because in the natural, we have it, and thank God we have these five senses. It helps us live and provide and all those things. But ultimately, it's, we're supposed to give up our life so within the Yogananda prayer, it's the five senses now, transform it. This is in the natural, let's go to the supernatural. And that's what Yogananda was all about. And I love his words. I mean, I love his prayers. I love his biography. It's such a, a magnificent gift to humanity. It's a template. So yeah. you starting out with that just kind of lit me up inside. Mm-hmm. So I just truly mm-hmm. appreciate that. Of course, he was and is a passionate mystic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to learn from him and others what that is yeah. in my own daily walk because we all have a, a love for God. Well, I'm assuming that those who are on the call because we're all leaning into the very heart. What is love? And I think we're going to not dissect that tonight, but let's explore revealing love because each of you, Sherry and I included, We all have a portion of what love is, maybe a higher degree, a smaller degree than each other, but yet there is only one love, and that eternal love brings all of us together, and I believe that's why we're on the call tonight. So, But I'm excited, Sherry. I'm actually really excited about this call tonight. I love your little article in the Voice of Healing. You know, it's quite revealing. So tell me a little bit about maybe your first adventure in that Revealing love. Okay. And I have to tell you that <laughs> my husband hasn't read that article. Because <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you notice... I was going to ask you that question, my friend. Yeah. So. <laughs> because if you notice, he wouldn't be ready to hear that my divine is first. That that yeah, is my first and that. greatest love. And that's mm-hmm. okay. He doesn't, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't need to hear that, but I needed to express that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because it's stages. It really is stages. Because you had an experience, I'm not saying he didn't, but we all have degrees of that in consciousness layers. Nothing's bad. Let's use that term. It's all about experiencing. It is. 
you talked about in there, Sherry, about your you're married, you have kids, yeah. grown kids now. You know, yeah. but there's a different dimension to I think each stage of our lives. Ron Roth talked about the five stages of healing. We were talking about consciousness too, or our awareness of the mystic, the the love that's out there for us. So how did that manifest in your life, Sherry? Well, the mystic and the love just keeps on it keeps unfolding every day and I find that as I surrender more and more fully another another step is taken. But for me the the greatest mystical experience of revealing love is my relationship with the divine, with presence. Because that is the most important relationship of our life. And if we put our focus there, we can actually live with this presence 24-7. And it doesn't mean we won't have moments and angst and times that we get out of that space, but we can bring ourselves back to this divine relationship. Yeah. I looked up just to see the, the spiritual meaning of revealing love. And it said to make known through divine inspiration, to mm. disclose and divulge. Mm. I love that. And then a little quote goes, the love in your heart wasn't put there to stay. Love isn't love until you give oh, it away. Oh, you give it away. Oh, I and remember that. Yes. What a beautiful... So how do we give love away? How do we give it to others? It may be through a kind word when someone is in despair, a hug, a helping hand, a prayer for someone, companionship, food, a smile. It can be in the simplest form, but we can be revealing love every day with everyone we come in contact with and on Mary Swanson's prayer list, everyone we're being asked to pray for. Mm. And on the Google groups and holding CLM in prayer as this ministry expands and grows and, and the healings become more and more supernatural and miraculous, which is the way we look upon it. And they're everyday occurrences, but they're miracles because they transform us. They transform our lives and our relationships and our workplace. But you know, Sherry, you talked about, and I, I like the connection of, because prayer is a connection point for me, and I'm sure for many of us, you know, when we want to, quote, seek God or see God or have God answer a prayer, we use that modality of prayer or meditation or sit in the silence. These are many, quote, access points to the divine. And it's only by experience that we know this is true. I remember growing up Catholic and was a faithful going to church on Sundays and during Lent and Advent, all those beautiful times and didn't always like it, but we did it because that's what we were told to do. And I remember having an encounter with God. Me and my best friend, we Starved Rock is a state park, which is very close to me. And we took a just a hike early in the morning to actually see sunrise over the the rocks and mountains that we had. 
And it was actually a mystical experience. And both him and I just sat there in awe. and was like, what just happened to us? Yeah. You know, just watching a sun, sunrise and all of a sudden it rose within us. And to me, it was that first encounter with, oh, my God, this is love. And it's like, where did this come from? We weren't praying. Yes, we were praying in our own way, but it wasn't actually having an encounter with God, but it happened. You never know when the divine will show up. And then how I see it is then it continues to expand from one layer, one consciousness, one universe to another. And it's like, that's why, for me, I keep yearning and that was my morning prayer this is my evening prayer my during my day put my consciousness towards god like plugging it in to the circuit so i want the juice i want the electricity of god because it carries me because i know when i'm carried myself and i'm a little heavy so (laughs) i get weighted down with stuff during the day but if i can tap back into which is within me the very consciousness of christ then I illuminate, and then it rises above to the surface. And I'm just, I'm so blessed to have each and every encounter. And I have journals full of what God did for me or experience. And it's like, I got to go back to all these journals because I am sure I'd be shocked at realize how complete it was. That's lovely. And, and you're right. We never know when the divine is going to touch us with an experience, with a, with a circumstance. And it, it's like electrifying. It's mm-hmm. illuminating. It's so beautiful. Also, it can be difficult for people revealing love, depending on the circumstances that they came from in their life. And I, I mentioned in the article, for me, it was rather, became rather easy to reveal love because I grew up with two loving parents who taught me kindness, who modeled it for me. But for those who haven't experienced that, when we tune in and attune ourselves with the divine essence and we listen, we are guided how and in what ways to reveal love to our brothers and sisters. But even if we weren't loved as children by our parents or our caregivers, there is a greater parent who has always loved us and yeah. who is now holding us and loving us so we can tap into this loving presence. We can Don't you think, that. Sherry, that your experience of being loved, you had a great model. And for, yeah. I would say, 100% of us, there are times when, you know, our parents ticked us off or didn't do something sure. we wanted as a teenager. And we kind of rebelled at that because we know what we know and we want what we want. (laughs) And if they're not supplying it, I'm going to find it somewhere else. But it's in that relationship with God that, and I love your attunement there. It's like, well, if we didn't have, I don't say good parents, uh, parents that we didn't feel like there was love in the equation, that actually there's a mystical love, the love of the mother, the love of the father. I remember Ron Roth teaching that. We all had areas with our parents that we stumbled or they stumbled, and there was pain there. And it's like to sure. overcome that, and forgiveness is a good tool, but we don't always know how to press that button <laughs> or access yeah. it. But yeah. if we can rise above it and give and have a model like God the Father, our Blessed Mother, a saint or a sage, that all you heard about was how kind they were, how merciful they were. 
that's the image that I believe we can rise above our own five senses to go to that other place where it's supernatural. And sure. and those even on our call tonight can experience this overwhelming love of God. As Sherry and, my, Sherry and I are talking about it, that we're speaking this truth, and it's for you to grab a hold of and experience one-on-one with the divine tonight. Right. And if I could share just a little bit. So when I said that I did experience love from my parents, and, and so therefore I learned how to reveal it and give it, but then there was also a time when I got a little bit older I would say in middle school and high school, at least in high school, and then into several years in my adulthood, my mother and I had a somewhat strained relationship. Oh, wow. Yes, and the reason for that was my dad's and my spiritual adventures together. My mom had a very hard time with that, so Mm. she kind of became... Could I say colder towards me? Sure. More judge, yeah, more judgmental, which mm-hmm. I, I fully understood. But so it was a tougher relationship for many years. And now that my mom is having several health challenges over the last three years, and the last three weeks in particular, there's been a lot going on. But over these last three years, we've developed the sweetest relationship and I've been able yeah I've been able to reveal love to her in her brokenness and Mm. she has been able to find her sense of humor and and joy and a sweetness back towards me in her brokenness wow and that That is awesome sure it has, and it will. Sherry, you're bringing up a beautiful point because the scriptures are judged not by appearance. But, you know, when we feel coldness or negativity towards us or we towards someone else, there is a problem there. How do we rise above that? And, you know, in God and his, her wisdom presents a challenge for us to grow beyond that. And I've seen it so many times over in people's lives where that difficulty happened and then something happened. And as children, we have to either take care of a parent or be there for them because now they're limited. And if they can get to their heart, which is the whole point of being broken, is to break open the heart so love can heal again. And I just love that beautiful reflection that you just spoke of with your mom. And I remember, you know, you sharing that with me many years ago, the difficulty that was. And how do you love when you know they don't experience what you've experienced? So we do have compassion, but it still hurts. still hurts. Yeah, you know, in, in some of those years, it, it did hurt because I would call for my dad to talk to him about yeah. something spiritual. And she would say, hi, Sherry, what do you want? I guess you want to talk to your dad. And it, it just, it was, oh, I just wanted to wrap my arms around her and say, Mom, I love you too. And mm. It isn't a choice. It's mm. just that Dad and I have this, this yeah. sharing, this relationship of spirituality. Yeah. yeah. Joe is such a beautiful soul. So delighted in his work with Celebrating Life. Sherry, maybe this is a beautiful time right now 
of could you lead us in prayer for whether it's the mother or the father that we've all had encounters with that have been difficult just because of what you just spoke and you can speak into pray on or pray through people's relationship with their mother yeah father mother divine breath we ask for your support your compassion and your love for all of those for all of us who have had challenges with our mother or with our father who have had difficulty with communication with speaking to them with speaking our truth with having this exchange of parent and child relationship. We know how hurtful it can feel. It can seem to possibly not have the love or feel the love of a mother, of a father. But we know that even in this seeming brokenness, we always have you. You are our greater parent. You are holding us and loving us. We can tap into your loving presence. And we know that this grace is upon us in this moment. So let's relax our breath and allow divine presence to soften and melt our hearts from harsher tones that we may have experienced to gentler ones. Let us feel the ease and flow moving through our physical space and bringing us the awareness that we can forgive. We can forgive those who have not loved us And we can forgive ourselves for not feeling loved. And we can move forward in this process. We can choose to live in your light and in softer ways of ease and flow forever. And we thank you for this healing, for this clearing, this energy clearing, we thank you for all your wisdom that continues to unfold with our process. Amen. Amen. Sarah, I really felt that prayer you were releasing angels to bless their, the parents, the mother, the father the child, whoever it might be, because it's all about relationships. And if we're willing to allow the Holy Spirit to take us to these broken places, then it shed lights on that. And that's, to me, the, the really essential part of prayer, of just being open to letting that breath of the Spirit, the Ruha, just pass through. And, and I really felt people... I call it crying on the phone. I can sense that because it's a tender heart. We all want to heal. We all want to have our parents love us beyond measure. And if this never happened, 
it can happen about that interconnection because it's about the the love of God. And I'm taking a group of community members, whoever wants to go with us, to Medjugorje. And I've been there six. Would be my 16 trip. And what I've realized in that in going to Medjugorje, where our, our Blessed Mother is appearing uh, every day for almost 30 years now, and the the essence of the mother's love is so overwhelming. And Sherry, you've been there. And you understand there's a presence that takes over. Just as God's presence, it's just that the spiritual veil is lifted and we can actually tap into the love of God, the love of the mother, the love of the father, the parts of forgiveness we still need to work on. And it's that tender heart that really opens the door for heaven here on earth. And Many of us still desire that. And I just want to say I still desire it in all my relationships because each one represents a part of my dad or my part of my mom that I learn their characteristics or their judgments. So it's really in, for me, surrendering again and going back to Medjugorje that it's one of my anchor points in my own spiritual walk. So I look forward to that encounter. But in your prayer, I was getting the image of the 23rd Psalm, and most of you know that, or at least the beginning of it, where it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. Only goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of God forever. If you want to think about that prayer in Let's say break it down. I would say, wouldn't you, but I'm going to use that term. Wouldn't you like to have a shepherd, a God, a master, a teacher to walk with you, to cover you? We're talking about parents. So here's the the echelons of the higher source of God, the, the brilliant love. And we can break it down in many different elements, but it's just love. Love beyond measure. Love covers a multitude of sin, the scripture says. Love heals and restores. Love goes beyond any limitation we have. And so just that very thought of the Lord is my shepherd, just think about that. We have the angels, we have the saints, and we have the Lord that actually can walk among us. And if we can have the awareness of that presence, that divine energy surround us, on our good days and even on our bad days. We can tap in and just feel the father's love, the mother's warmth, like a warm blanket take over you. And it's like that alone will shatter any belief of separation. And to me, that's what the revealing love is. When we position ourselves that whatever situation we're going in, if we can step outside of it, and to me, that's where God is. He's within us and he's all around us that we can actually tap into that presence. And, you know, the the breaking down of the that 23rd Psalm, he makes me lie down. Sometimes, like spoiled kids, we need to be told, sit down, sit here in the corner, <laughs> lay down, go to sleep, whatever it might be, because our emotions are taking over. And it's not about the emotion. It's about the pain that we're suffering. And unless we identify that pain, and only, I think, God can reveal that in the simplest of terms, then we recognize, oh my God, I'm home again. I'm loved again. 
and I mean, I'm not trying to preach. I'm just trying to point the way. If anyone is struggling with the love of God, it's so important to tap into that. Yes, and sometimes for a period of time, people may find a little difficulty. I'm just saying from speaking with others, they may want to develop a relationship with, say, Mary or a master or somebody else first, and then that can help them bridge to their connection with the divine, not to be replaced, but sometimes this is a comfort to begin this way. Because I'm sensing, as you, Padre, there are many on the call, we all want this relationship, but sometimes we can feel still difficulty Mm -hmm. tapping directly right to the divine. So if we feel we resonate with a particular master, teacher, saint for a period of time to help us Work us up. <laughs> Work yeah, us I agree. Into that flow and that light. As long as we don't marry the messenger, <laughs> as long <laughs> as we eventually move into our relationship. That's an accelerated class. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, Sherry, I'm going to bring this up and I'll reflect on that as your opening prayer with Yogananda. There is okay. a separation, and it's like, okay, I might not know Yogananda, but. The prayer she prayed was like, oh, my God, he knows something. He's accessed something. And now he's sharing it with us in different words, different, quote, religion. But it doesn't matter because it's really about the heart. And if we really realize it's really our heart that is still like a rock sometimes because we, we either rejected it or in such pain that our heart just closed up and we don't even know that. That's the, that's the I don't say scary part. We don't have that realization until we meet love, and then all of a sudden, oh my God, I I remember that. I remember that. I remember going on a teenage retreat, and and I met one of the teachers or the people that were on the team. I remember seeing in his eyes just love, and it's like, wow. I mean. It was in the physical form, but I saw light come out of his eyes, and it's like, I want that. Yeah. You know, not realizing it's available, because we have our own um, version of what God is or who God is, or how God can love us. And when you see it in the physical form, it's like, oh my goodness. And it changes us. But there's the atmosphere. To me, that's why coming to a Celebrating Life retreat or any of these healing events, it's really about the atmosphere we try to create that it's consuming with love. And from love, the miracles happen. It's not about us. It's about what's within us and all around us tapping into that. So Yes. And as you mentioned earlier, when, when I came upon <laughs> CLM, I was, I was lost. I was spiritually lost. And I was seeking a relationship with the divine. Only I didn't know what I was seeking. I just Mm. knew that something grave was missing. So after attending my first retreat and all that I experienced, I froze in my seat one day. Wow. I, yes, I, I could not believe the overwhelming love that I felt as the divine spoke 
through Ron. I became born again in the spirit. I was so filled with enthusiasm and joy and began my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And this was what the yearning of my heart was, only I didn't know it. I just knew that there was a hole in my soul and something was gravely missing. So I'm so grateful for that first encounter. And as you mentioned, I've been blessed to have shared some pilgrimages with you, Padre, one to Medjugorje yeah. and my time Israel. on Apparition. Yeah, Israel and my time on Apparition Hill was incredible. Mm. I had one time there completely alone. And as I'm sitting up there, I had my poncho on because it had threatened rain. And as I'm sitting there tapping into the essence of Mary, it began to rain. Then it began to hail. And then oh. there was thunder. <laughs> and I felt no fear. Wow. What I felt wow. was lightning <laughs> coming through me. Blessing, oh, wow. A transformation. Mm. And I literally leaped down those slippery steps. Oh, my gosh. When yes. I was done, it was the end of our trip. And when I got to the bottom, I heard, you are complete, meaning with that pilgrimage. I wow. was complete, and we left the next day. Wow. Wow, how beautiful was that? I forgot that experience, Sherry. Yeah. And that's sitting that up on a mountain. Sitting up on the mountain. And all of a sudden, the heaven opens up. Right. And we just, we have to get our, what we know, out of the way. Get our egos out of the way, off to the side. Because yeah. that's where the true surrender happens. Mm. We have to truly, as Ron used to say, shut up. <laughs> right? <laughs> we have to listen. Uh, I can still hear him saying, shut I up. Can, <laughs> and sometimes I was thinking about that of him. <laughs> Enough. Just let me sit in the in the quietness. I'll get it better. And then to be preached at. But, you know, it's all about life. It's the fullness uh -huh. of life. But it's really the, it's breaking it down about being present. And, and we can talk about this as we are, or we can experience it. Two different things. And really to make the time to separate ourselves from the world that we do go into this special place. I call it prayer. You could call it meditation or quietness, the stillness, the breath, whatever it might be. But it's in this, this, these moments as it is showing up right now. That presence is going through you. It's in your room. It's in your heart, just beating. I can just tell the spirit is alive. And it's these encounters with the divine presence that we all cherish and desire. Some of us who are crying right now, recognizing that divine presence is near. And it, it wants to speak to you. It wants to heal you. Wherever you're at in this wonderful, sacred moment, let love be revealed to you now. So we're just going to release the Holy Spirit and the Father's angels now, the healing angels, the heal bodies. 
heal relationships. Let the holy encounter transform your life right now. You don't have to be sitting on a mountain. You could be maybe laying on the floor, just listening, or in your bed, just listening. But the angels are near. It can be a holy encounter right now. Like Sherry sitting on that mountaintop. Heaven opened up and began to speak to you. How much you're loved. Appreciated. Blessed. Holy. And our hearts are full of gratitude for the healing of our relationships. Thank you, God, for that holy moment. It sets the tone for tomorrow. It even sets the tone. Somebody might be going through a lawsuit, and I just feel this release right now, it will affect the lawsuit. It will reflect your your relationship with whoever or organization that is, it will change it now because of you gave your life to the divine, to the love. Love covers. And we allow that love to cover whatever entanglement we might be in. Maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe it's in the courts. Maybe it's at work. Agreements. Whatever it is, this love is beyond you and I. And we set it free to create heaven here on earth for you, for me. Sherry, we can take whatever prayer that maybe we're used to as a child or a new prayer like Yogananda, who you just gave us an encounter with. These templates, these anchor points, they're for a reason. It's just especially when we're when our mind gets a little caught up and we don't know what to do and we're fearful and so I usually go back to my simple prayers, whether it's in Our Father, a Hail Mary, or there's another one that I think some of you are familiar with. It's called the Jesus Prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me. You know, and that's with breath work. But if you really concentrate on what the Lord means, Jesus, what that means, Christ, who does that mean? If you just break down and just allow your spirit to identify what that is or who that is, it stills the mind so then the heart can open. And just because that treasure chest, which is called the treasures of heaven, those encounters, when we, un, when we have the key to unlock this treasure chest, and it's really about our breath, our intention. And all you have to do is show up. That's how I look at that. And then allow grace to take a hold of us. And in, in each encounter, that's to me what I look forward to. I look forward to just stepping into that place and to allowing grace. And of whatever situation we're going through, if we can turn our gaze towards the light, towards who can reflect and take care of Paul, Sherry, anyone on this call tonight, he knows us by name, and he's beckoning us to come in and give an, have an encounter with this divine presence. And to me, the Holy Spirit ushers that in. 
and it's about obtaining that divine grace to heal our souls and bodies. So, yeah. Another thought. Do you have another prayer? Yeah. I think. I do. I do. Let's go there. So again, this is a second prayer from Whispers from Eternity by Yogananda. Manifest thyself to me, O Father, as the light of reason and the blaze of wisdom, as the breeze of amity and of self-expanding harmony. Manifest thyself through the song of atoms and electrons whose music vibration encompasses the universe. Teach me to hear thy cosmic voice which first commanded all vibrations to begin inspiring every pinpoint of creation to sing its own special melody. Oh, let me hear within me thy cosmic voice, so long hidden behind the hubbub of outer creation. Let my magic wand of meditation touch all sounds and melt them into the one cosmic sound of Aum. How it courses o'er the earth, in the sky, and far out from earth to reach the stars. Appear to me as Aum. 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 Thy cosmic song, which gives life to and infuses all sounds. Every cell of my body, every nerve, every ripple of my thought now sings with thy great cosmic anthem. Here, Om reminds me of the being with Ron for 28 years when he did that Om chant. It just vibrates within me. Just to hear you pray that, but it it, it ushers me back into Ron's special Ron place. Ron coming so, through. Yes. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That's one in the spirit. I just say thank God for those encounters I've had, you know, in Ron's services. 
because he brought me to this place of intimacy with the Creator. And to me, it's the, we've all had multiple encounters, I call it, with the divine, but there's always that more. And it's in that place, the one who can give us the more is the Holy Spirit. And to me, that's why I always say, uh, if you don't know God, just ask the Holy Spirit, show me. Because actually, that's the role of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the Christ in one to us. And it's like our Blessed Mother. If you have an encounter with our mother, she's going to take her to her son and say, well, here's the master, here's the teacher. And it's about me. I'm going to talk about God because it's not about me. It's not about Sherry. It's about the life in us that's pouring through us, which is that divine light, divine love. And it's these holy encounters that I do cherish over and over again. And to me, the the atmosphere, the the container at which Celebrating Life represents is really bringing heaven here on earth. And so as you're listening to this call, there's a calling within a calling. There is a, a desire to go deeper into thy presence, to heal your bodies, to heal your soul, to heal your emotions. So I just feel the, the flow of the Spirit to let's pray for those who are desiring encounter and also the for the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual. Because it's all one in the spirit. Even in the, the oneness movement, it's all about relationships, if those who have encountered oneness. And it's a continual going towards the even the, the God that I know, the bigger, beyond that. Beyond that which is, the great I am presence. And so as we surrender our form of God, in a sense, and just allow the angels, the Holy Spirit, to take us deeper into this intimate place, that it heals our hearts. It restores our confidence in God, in our parents, in those we love, our children, even the animals that we get to care for, or they care for us. So it's in that intimate place we sing holy Holy, holy. And just let our breath begin just to breathe the very essence of our divine presence that's surrounding us, that is within us. And we just love that vibration, that now being. Some of you are going to be experiencing a heat, especially in those areas that are either wounded or have a sickness, a disease pain in our bodies, you're going to sense a warmth pass around that. Just be very active. And that's my friend, our friend, the Holy Spirit, who said it. It's almost like God says, where do I need to put my finger? And the Holy Spirit just, that illuminates the heat. Well, there it is. And go, okay. So you, you recognize the Holy Spirit has already mentioned you by name to God. And we're just going to dissolve that pain. Just sense also someone with a throat. You know, and I know many people are experiencing flu symptoms. Just take authority in the name of Jesus. And I break that curse right now. I break that virus in the name of Jesus. And I command it to leave the body. And in this place, fresh, new, restore. Healthy cells multiple, multiply and grow, expand. Let the very breath of God, the Ruah, bring in newness, a freshness. All tiredness go. 
all depletion go and his place refreshment, the living waters of the breath, the living waters of the breath. Just even in the foot area, the ankle, the bones, and the, the feet, just illuminate Holy Spirit now, your healing presence. Your healing presence. And again, I'm getting the, the situation with people's bones. You know, it doesn't have to be in a particular area, just bones. Command that pain now to dissolve. Back problems, definitely the lower back. Just command now the healing structure, the healing balm of the Holy Spirit, just to facilitate healing and restoration, a strength, a renewal in the lower back, that the muscles, the ligaments just relax. All the tension in the body, just relax. Just allow your body to relax. From the top of your head, it's like someone imaginary just laying their hands on you. And you get to experience healing from the top of your head, moving down actually the whole body, from the, the head, the neck, the shoulders, the lower back, your buttocks, your thighs, your knees, your ankles. Just allow all that stress. Just let Mother Earth just take it, absorb it. And in its place, just that refreshment of the body. It says, finally, I get to relax and just be at ease. Be still and know I am God. Anyone who is suffering with cancer, I just break the spirit of death over you. And I command the body, the new healthy cells to multiply and grow, the old disregard. I reject you in the name of Jesus and I command it to be gone. And to be filled now with God's love and light, your healing energy. And just relationships. Some people are having that difficulty with parents or just caring for parents. I just say, thank you, God. Father, just release ministering angels to softening our hearts, to see beyond the pain, the rejection, so we can see actually see Christ in them. And then we love to serve even in a greater capacity. Thank you, O Lord, our God. And for finances, some are still waiting for finances for whatever that area is going to be. Father, just release your ministering abundant angels and set them up. Not, not like a cash cow, but it's going to be, they're going to, money's going to show up in check form. Thank you, O Lord, our God, for that gift. For you heard the prayer of the heart tonight. Thank you, God, even in a new job. Thank you, O Lord, our God. Because we're always seeking the more. God is the more. We seek God, and God translates that into present moment, what our daily need is today. I just bless our community that we all may be one. I bless the bishops the novices, the friars, the monks, the ordained, the students, accolades, all those who participate in our, our retreats. You're all of our spiritual family. Those in these teleclass, the word goes forth and be made flesh and dwelt among us. My friends, that's presence. And that presence now fills not only your temple, your body, but the atmosphere of your home, 
your workplace, your neighborhood, your community. Thank you, God, for your living presence. And Father, for those listening to this call, let them be a blessing to those around them. And anyone who has a birthday, we bless them. Pour your love on them. Saturate them with your kindness, your mercy. Let the reflection of who they are be praised with gratitude, with thanksgiving, with gifts. Thank you, God, for we don't walk alone. We walk together as brothers, as sisters. Thank you, God, for your living love. Your kindness endures forever. Sherry, would you like to close with a closing prayer for all of us as we're centered in on this beautiful presence? Yeah. As we surrender fully and give immense gratitude to our beloved for all that we've received, for all the beautiful prayers and the offerings that Padre has given us for all that the divine seeks to and will make happen in our life as we more and more fully open to be open and receptive to this. We give thanks. We promise to step out in our light with confidence and courage. A little baby step at a time if needed, but the world needs each and every one of us. So as we are healed, we heal. We surrender for healing to come through us to serve humanity for all the abundance in our lives, family, friends, our health, our food for one another. We sit in amazement and glory and praise. Amen. Amen. So be it. It is so. Till we meet each other again on the spiritual path. Namaste, my friends. Thanks for joining us.